Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening. This is the Fool's Folly Podcast. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Fool's Folly Podcast, your brand new arts podcast. We are your fools. My name's Darren. And my name is Connor. And we are Fool's Folly. And I can hear everyone screaming screaming down their heads at me but connor darren what what is the fool's folly podcast as you mentioned it's an arts podcast and going forward we're going to have guests from across disciplines whether they're theater makers or producers or writers or performers whether they're artists musicians poets across all of those disciplines we're going to have them as guests and kind of get a bit nerdy with it talk to them a little bit about who they are what they do why they kind of do it why they got into it uh, and kind of most importantly, what they're sort of working on at the moment and how you can be involved with that, how you can get to it and see it. Because there's so much interesting stuff going on right now and we think it's really important to help promote that. And that's because it's kind of one of the things that we're missing. When Darren and I first met, we were younger creators. There was no resources like this. And that's kind of what we want to do, what, what we want to help promote. We are champions of stuff that is local, live and independent. So our plan is to bring you all the relevant info that you need um, to make your way through the cultural path of Thanet. Yeah, we're that important. This yeah. is that important. This podcast is going to be that important. That important. Yeah. I want it to be shatter. I want it to be groundbreaking. I just <laughs> said the word shatter. <laughs> Like the word shatter. Did you mean shattering is what you were going to say? I was going to say earth shattering. Well, both and of I, those work. Well, both of those work. But what I said didn't work because <laughs> I just went, I want it to shatter, which basically means I want the thing to break. It's <laughs> what Amazing. I said. Intro to our first podcast. I want it to break. I want it to, to break. break. Like tiny bits of glass. <laughs> This first episode, so what this first episode is, is none of those things we've just talked about. <laughs> it's not earth-shattering. It's not earth-shattering. Or groundbreaking. What it is, is is Darren and myself... Shattering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's kind of story... Because as much as we did... Part of us wanted a guest for this first episode, part of us realised that you would be listening to two people you have no clue about. So this first episode is us... <laughs> us taking on kind of the role of the guest uh, I suppose and we talk about some of the things that we faced when we were younger and trying to make theatre uh, in this area and also kind of just yeah some of our fun stories, fun little stories yeah some of yeah. our favourite stories of, of kind of us when we we've, were we, yeah we've we felt the best way to connect with a new audience was to tell all the stories of us doing badly <laughs> yeah I guess so of us shattering of us <laughs> shattering oh Shattering some of those stories. You brought it right the way around there, Darren. Well done. You brought it absolutely right the way around. You saved it. You saved the whole. You saved the whole thing. Uh, but I guess I suppose without further ado, we'll hand it over to to past Darren and Connor. At eighteen, I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I knew I nothing, nothing now. I know. I still. <laughs> I really. I often feel. Yeah. I don't know if I'm having a bit of a crisis of confidence at the moment, but I regularly will wake up and be like, I know nothing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Because I think you see so much more of everything now and everything always looks so perfect. And you're like, I must be the only one whose life is a complete mess. But I don't think oh, that's true. I mean, it does, yeah. it does me in... Because my life feels like a mess sometimes. Most of the time. Well, more than it doesn't feel like a mess. Yeah, but it does... It... 
it does mean it does mean like going on social media and you're seeing like and I'm seeing people who I was at university with mm. and they're and they're doing you know, they're doing stuff and you kinda of go Ah, and it's that thing of you're always putting your successes against someone else's. Yeah, you're putting yourself up against other people. But and I, then you never remember your own successes as well. Well, you know? I was about to say that same something. thing, you know, because it's not like we've we've sat on our laurels, you know, forever. We've worked professionally since we were really young and had some, some nice successes. Didn't know really what to do off the back of the successes we did have at a young age uh, mm-hmm. and didn't really know kind of what we were doing in the lead up to those things. How they were successes sometimes, but I have no do idea. Do you ever feel, when we were 18 yep. and we started thinking we wanted to go down this route yeah and produce stuff and put our own stuff together and whatnot <clears throat> but does part of you ever feel that the naivety we had back then mm. mixed with the kind of let's just do it yeah was almost slightly more productive yeah it was of course it was because you, know, you would just do stuff and be were... like oh i don't care yeah well yeah we had no idea because yeah. like, so, like, so in terms of to give context, so we met at the Theatre Royal Youth Theatre. Yes, many years, many years ago, many, many years ago. And when we had to leave there, we very we stayed in contact mm-hmm. and we started really as a sketch as a sketch duo. That's how we was began. Kind of yeah. How we started, and we would um, do local sort of you know yeah. variety nights and cabaret nights and you yeah. know did a bit of comparing and hosting and that kind bit of thing. Bit of comparing, well. yeah. Yeah, 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 all all that stuff. But like, we were we were we were a double act. We were, yes, yeah, pretty act. much. Yeah. And then we had the idea of what we really wanted to do was a longer form two-man show, yep. which we decided what the subject of that would be a show that we had done in the youth theatre yeah. called Lady Audley's Secret, which was an old Victorian... It was called, it, 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 Lady Audley's Secret is is a, is a sensation a sensation novel from the Victorian period by uh, Mary Elizabeth Braddon, and it's a great it's a great novel. It's a great story, and it's just, it was really popular in the Victorian time. Therefore, it was adapted by loads of playwrights uh, and put on the new put on the numerous theatres and numerous versions. And so there's loads of there's loads of alternate versions that you can find of it. And I think and and but it isn't really. It's a funny one because it is still in publication. Yep. But if you if you talk to ten people, most of the time you might get one. One out of ten. Or yeah. Who 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 either Mary Elizabeth Braddon is or, or know, know that, something or about know the play. Novel. Yeah, or the novel. And it, it very it comes up every now and then. But it's not like a Great Expectations where no, where it's just everyone. In the, if you if you go, everyone, well, kind of everyone knows who Charles Dickens is, and of course they do. Yeah, no, uh, could name you at least two, three of his novels. Yeah, so it's not in that. So we did that. we did a two man version. Yeah, we adapted yeah a nine nine or eleven hand a play, and we rewrote it and adapted it to be able to be performed by just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah, but if you remember, you know the story. The story of that was we were sat once, and that idea got muted. And then you booked us because you were working in a pub. I did. Time. Yeah, you booked us to do the show that we'd only just conceived <laughs> in about three months' time. Yeah, three nights. I booked us for three nights. Three nights in the middle of September. Yeah, yeah. To do it <laughs> once we had the idea, right? So I don't mind booking that. That's really funny. Did I just me? tell you that yeah, we were yeah, going to yeah. do it? I, 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 cacked myself. <laughs> That's really funny. I don't remember. You know, we didn't even have we didn't have a script. No, nope. 
we had n nothing. And I'm like, oh, we've got three. But, and now we're going back to that show. We are going back to that show, We want to yeah. go back to that show. And what we've realised now, going back, coming back to it, you know, nearly six years yeah. after it was its first iteration, is that a lot of it needs Seven rewriting. Years. Seven years. Now. And a lot of it needs chucking out. But just from the, the fact of, of saying we were going to do it and then it happened. It did happen. It did it happen, yeah. Three we said it and we, and, and we did it and we and then we did it again the following summer in yeah. in um, the Ramsgate Festival or the what was is now the Ramsgate Festival it used to be called the Summer School and we just yeah. did it and we just did it again um, for part of that. But it's the thing is that, yeah, we just, we would say we would do things and we would do things and kind of now it's, it's almost a bit harder because now of course you've got to balance life with that as well you know you can't yeah, keep, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. keep doing everything for n nothing or very little money yeah. but you know yeah then we had no money we put on these shows for but also it's that thing of that naivety and so you know we were just doing things with no real idea of, of what they were <laughs> I didn't know what a risk assessment was till no. I was university <laughs> no, I, no couldn't tell you I heard of them and I'd heard of them yeah and no one had asked me for one no <laughs> we performed for three nights in that pub and no one we once did, asked yeah. me for a risk assessment. No. Like, for a thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there was, like, there was stage combat in that show. There was stage combat like, in that show, minimal, yeah. But there was stage combat in that yeah. show. There was, you know... A lot of physical, co lot of physical, physical theatre that involved me throwing myself on the ground and... Yeah. Yeah, doing a lot of... No really one asked dark, me for a risk assessment. Really daft, silly things. And if someone had asked me for a risk assessment, I wouldn't have known how to do one. No, and then the show probably would have got pulled. <laughs> <laughs> when we did it, when we did it in the summer school, yeah. Then I got, you know, just that year removed. Then we had to have insurance. Yes, yeah, that's how you joined equity. That's why you joined equity. Excuse me. You know, that's why yeah. you know, yeah, and, you know, and I and I sorted that out. I remember getting that email. I got an email saying you must have this. Yeah, because you know they were a proper organisation. They, they were <laughs> they were doing things properly. Yeah. Uh, I had a mini heart attack. Yeah. I had no idea what that was. Public liability insurance we needed, Public didn't we? Because yeah, we, we were doing it outside. Outside, yeah. And I had no idea what that was. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever used Facebook as a cry for help. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I put on... I'm sure I could find it for me, but I went and I... And I even slyly went, what is public liability insurance? I think I wrote... I need... I've had a mini... I basically wrote, I've had a mini... I've had this email. I've had a mini heart attack. What is this? Yeah. And then some people wrote to me and went, oh, you just do it. You get it just do it. it this way, yeah. Do it this way. It's um, funny, isn't it? Yeah, because again, it's like now to do that, we would probably have meetings and we would sit down and we would do a thing and da da da. But then again, it's like, it's, yeah, it goes back to that thing. It's like you would need something, so you would just do it and you would go out and, and do it. But yeah, we had no clue. You know, but we had no clue about yeah, it. And we self funded. Self funded? Self funded that show. <laughs> Twice. The first time we did it, mate, I had just left school yep. um, and I was waiting because it was during the summer I was waiting to go to a job Yeah. so I wasn't and then I was looking for part time work in between I was on Job Seekers Allowance at that point and yep. really you know that was the that was the bleakest eight weeks of my life mm. when, I had to, when I had to sign on you had to sign on for eight weeks sign on. Row, yeah. and my, my sign on money was spent in three ways A. Rent B. For props and stuff for our show yeah. and then C. I would walk up to the pub in which you worked at <laughs> and the little bit of money I had left over I would spend, spend on booze I would spend on booze why not to be fair you did get like for the price of a pint probably three pints though well the very, day the I'm day you generous, left I'm a very generous barman well the day Was, do your last day in that in that establishment I came in you know kind of as a let's all have a, a drink together it's my mate's last day blah, yeah blah. I, I only remember 
ordering two pints from a friend. <laughs> every time I would go to the loo, my pint would... I, and I got to the point just, where... I just topped it up. I just gave it a little, a little top little up. Top up. Yeah, a little top, just a little top up. <laughs> I was hammered. <laughs> I was hammered. I was absolutely uh, hammered. Brilliant. But when I'm getting home and like the room is spinning... Yeah. On, a, ...on what I think is two pints of cider, only to then be told by you that I probably had the equivalent of about seven. Yeah, probably about that. In height, yeah. Which for me as a light, you know, as a not someone who can put away booze. You don't drink loads, yeah. No, so that was a that was a thing. That was fun, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, that, you, you know, that, that kind of that naivety was Yeah. You know, and, it goes, it's, it, and it's being clueless, isn't it? It's kinda of having that thing and it's like because you're like a bloody marketing strategy. Yeah, what for the summer school? For the for summer that, school. <laughs> this is a, this right. is might be my favourite. It's my favourite story ever. But you know, bearing in mind we now work as as uh, junior junior producers. I think was the term I heard bandied around. Sure, okay. The other yeah, day. junior, junior or assistant producers. I think it was yeah. Anything. Junior assistant produ- ba- <laughs> baby baby producers. <laughs> you know, yeah. for for the for Luke the Looping Loop Festival, Festival, which is what we do. Yeah, which is kind of you know, what we do now. And they those are sm- they're a smart team, but like they've got a market a proper marketing strategy. Yeah. When like they kind of know who they're targeting and, and we what have doing. meetings about it. We have we meetings, have meetings about, about it. the marketing and you how know, we're going to do how, those and things. Thing. And there is a, there is <laughs> I have I specifically seen a Google Drive folder that says marketing strategy. Yeah, we never had a Google Drive no. um, folder with no. marketing strategy. What we would what, do, what we did was during the summer, the lead up to the summer school. Yeah, <laughs> one of the bits of their mark of their marketing strategy. Yes, not ours, theirs. It was <laughs> their public marketing was this huge poster in Ramsgate near Ramsgate High, King Street. It was King on King Street, Street. Yeah, it was this massive poster on this uh, on the side of um, a shop window. It was on a shop front window. Mm. Massive poster with kind of all the events that were going on within the festival, and obviously our event was on there. So what we were doing on, on on nice days and days where we weren't either rehearsing or uh, doing you know working or anything like that, we would go and we would stand by this poster, point at our event, and go, "Wow, look at that." Doesn't that look cool and interesting and funny? And oh my goodness, is put on by two local lads, and it's a it's a this and it's a that and it's a da da da. And that was our whole marketing strategy that for our, that day. For that day. But we have no. Even now, we still don't really have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's the soundbite. You know how things get taken out of context. That's the thing people are going to extract from this. But you know, oh, I've written to so many theatres saying, please promote your stuff on our thing, and they're just going to hear we don't have a clue. But we're learning. We're yeah. still like, and, you yeah, know, yeah. and and this is going to be a journey for us as much as it is for the people who are listening, because you know, eventually, th- th- hopefully, this is going to sound better, and the things we're doing are going to get better, and things like that, because mm. we're still learning. You know, we are still young, we are still learning, mm. we don't know everything. Mm. Clearly, after that story we just told you about art marketing, there's so many stories like that. There's so many stupid things that we've done like that. Are you saying our charm is in that we're the, like the lovable underdogs? Yeah, maybe. We're not, we're not clean cut <laughs> professional, yeah. like overly sort of sanitised. Yeah. We're, we're kind of like the rough diamond. Yeah, maybe, yeah. That, the rough diamond. The rough, rough diamond. diamond that should have been the name of the, uh, that should have been the, name of the company. The rough oh, never mind. But you know, there's so many things like... I still remember us hosting the Starlight event, the charity compare event, right? Okay, now I remember this. So we had, so we had, so we did, t- we did two sketches or a sketch in this thing, but we were also asked by the uh, s- 
Starlight, the people who ran it, we were actually asked to host the whole event. We asked to compare the whole event, and we had had a very little bit of experience doing that. So we thought, okay, yeah, let's do it again. Uh, have we? Have we done something? No, we were we were asked. We've done sketches. We were asked by a local a local singing group. Yes, through a friend of ours. Yeah. And they were putting this charity event. They were putting, yeah, they were putting a charity event together. And they asked, so they, uh, we, I think we got asked to do sketches first, and then after that, we also got asked if we could host it as well. I really, yeah, I think that's, I think that's might the order be it was, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And anyway, so we thought, yeah, okay, let's do it. And we helped wrote this whole routine that was that, that did end up going over really, really, really well uh, about kind of a, an idiot's guide to hosting an event. Because it, it was kind of a joke. It was a meta joke. Because we had no idea how to really host yeah, an event. Yeah, yeah. So we came on and we had this yeah meta joke about how you were really nervous about hosting. And I brought out this big book called The Idiot's Guide to, to Hosting an Event. Obviously written by Bruce Forsyth. Obviously. <laughs> Um, what was that? Wasn't it was. It? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, was that written by Bruce it was written by Schwarzer, yeah. and we we both bowed. I think when we made that joke and things like that. Um, or he was still alive. He was still alive. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was still alive. Then. Yeah, yeah. He only died a few years ago, didn't I he? Can't remember. Anyway, whenever he died, yeah, he was still alive when we uh, when we met. Is he dead? <laughs> yes. Is he dead? Yes. Oh, I didn't. I'm not sure I knew that. Because I wondered why we. Because you're right. We bowed, and I remember. If we did it now, we'd have to. The bow was even. You'd have to. Even, do it more, significant, even more significant, yeah. We'd have to do, you know, God rest his soul or something like that and sign of the cross. Do you know, I didn't realise he was dead. I'm now just because, out. because listeners, Brucey lives within us all. Forever. Oh, Is nice. That how we get out of that. I like that. Nice one. Yeah. Cheers, Darren. Thanks for the save. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we hosted that, and then we had this one bit where. Nice to save you, to save you nice. That's what I should have said. That's what you should have that said. That's what I should have said then. Nice. I like that. Sorry. So right. edit in. Make it look like you did say that. <laughs> Ed, do some editing trickery. Make it sound like you did say that in the height of the moment. Yeah. Really nice. No, what we did, we had this bit where it was like how to uh, basically make a good show uh, or make a good host. And it was the series of things that we would do. Uh, and then we were kind of, I would make you do them. And then we had this one bit where the joke was we had to connect to the audience. And I turned around and I was like, well, I'm not really sure what that meant, but I've brought you this lead and I gave you a charging cable the USB lead it was yeah, a USB, USB lead, lead wasn't it yeah I gave you a USB lead which you would then go up walk off the stage go into the auditorium well, the gag was if you remember the gag was the, the written thing was I you were given to me and I would hold it looking a bit confused and then obviously the, the kind of double entendre was where do you want me to shove this then yeah and you go well clearly up your nose yeah Yes, yeah, of course. So then I would put it I on the page. I put one end up my nose. Yep. And then I go into the audience looking At, for a connection. Yeah, trying to give them the other end. Yeah, connection. A connection. Yeah. I never knew how to get out of this bit. Yeah. Also, was the thing that I learned having <laughs> done it. Never learned how to get out of it. But what happened was the first time we did it, we hadn't really practiced with the props that we then used. No. <laughs> And I did this really wrong. I did this so wrong, which was I got the thick bit of the USB lead. <laughs> and I I didn't even cut what I should have done. And what I've done every other time we've done that routine. Is cheat I, it. I cheat it. Yeah. So I basically don't put it. And I just hold my fist up to my nose. And it looks like. I didn't do that because I wanted the visual of the thing <laughs> hanging out my nose. But I just basically shoved this sharp bit of metal up my nose. <laughs> And I walk into the audience and I realise people aren't laughing. Yeah. 
and I'm going, uh, well, this is going horribly wrong. Yeah. But then I begin to feel a, a little bit of discomfort amongst, you know, when you get to read a room. Yeah. And there's like a, ooh. And I'm thinking, okay, I well, thought this, this is inoffensive. I'm yeah. like, why is it going like this? <laughs> then I feel a warm trickling down my nose. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. And I think we had. And to... then I do this, and I realise that I thought, I, initially I thought it's not. And yeah. I thought, that's be gross but surely that's kind of funny yeah that's right? kind of humorous kind of right when i swipe my fingers and it's red <laughs> and i realize that i'm trying to get people to connect with me and i'm just tr- pouring blood out of my nose and i don't think that was the end of the routine i think you came back onto stage and I, we had to clean you up to move on to the next bit as well before yeah. we could actually go there but that was yeah the that night actually ended up going really really well uh, after that incident, after that, yeah. We, yeah, we managed to claw it back slowly. Well, it was for charity, you know, and I think the nice thing about that is everyone was kind of G'd up to be there for they charity. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And there was lots of different local groups, and it was a community event, really, mm. as much as it was a charity event, because there was we... lots of people doing lots of different things. Mm. And it was it was really, really nice. So lesson there was always rehearse with your props. Always rehearse with, with your props. props, yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah, and these stories, yeah, they're... they're I'm sure we're going to continue to have more like this because, you know, we are still learning. We're still relatively new to this, especially, you know, now trying to put on professional work in a, uh, and actually make that a reality mm. and make our company, you know, be able to sustain itself and actually just, just do this. Yeah. Uh, or not just this, but... Nice thing about that gig was um, at least the audience were into it, and which was... Yeah. Which hasn't always been the case. <laughs> 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 God. And we had a dressing room as well, which was, you know, a dressing room. And we room had a that, proper that, dressing that, that room, yeah. fit two human people. Oh, are we going to tell? Yeah, okay, let's tell it. Uh, <laughs> I think we should. So, we should. off the... It's best story. Off the back of this event, we suddenly got... No, not off the back of that. Was it not? It was not off the back of that. It was. It was off the back of... There's another... I won't name because we haven't... I haven't cleared this, but there's another local cabaret artist... Yeah. ...who was doing a cabaret show who is fantastic, and I hope she'll come on the show. Yeah. Right, okay. I'm hoping that they'll come on the show. But they were putting on a... They were putting on a cabaret night... Yes. I, at a local I, yes. venue. At the Tom Thumb Theatre. Yeah. Yeah. Which we went to, uh, no, we were performing in. Yeah. We were doing a new sketch that we hadn't ever tried before. Yep. But this this sketch went down really well because they put on a proper, well drilled, well organised, tight cabaret night. Yeah. To a to a proper pay a paying audience. Yes. Who was there for it. There for the thing. Their thing. Who were attentive and into it. Yep. It was a proper show. I remember. And yeah, we did yeah. a sketch in that show. Which went over like a dream. Yeah, you couldn't have asked for a better reaction to, yeah, at 18 years old. Off the back of that, we got asked by some other artists. They were burlesque artists. Burlesque artists in that room to come and do a similar thing and to compare their show that they were doing for Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day, yeah. (laughs) That year. So, I'm... Choosing my words. <laughs> I know you really are. Care. I'm watching you like, like I can hear, hear, hear the cogs, hear the cogs turning. Yeah. So, one of the said burlesque performers gets in touch with us. Yep. And, and we go for a meeting. Quite unbeknown to me at the time when I suggested where we meet, was yeah. this going to? Be, and it actually turned out to be the place in which we were performing. Yeah. Which was ideal. So we were going for a meeting in the place where the show was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to. And actually, we've been talking about naivety a lot. Yeah. We were not naive in this meeting, if no. you remember, because no, we, we asked all the right 
questions. We were asking all the right questions. Which so, one? for instance, is it a ticketed event? Yeah. Yes, they said it was a ticketed event. Uh, do they have a, a dedicated audience? Yes, we have following. We have an audience who follows us. They come to us. To, they come here on tickets to specifically watch us. Um, and this for this instance, obviously, we're doing a Valentine's show because I think it was literally the day after yeah. Valentine's Day. I think it was the fifteenth. Yeah. What else to be asked? So, they, or, do they have an audience? Is it ticketed? Con- we asked about the, con- the, con- con- the kind content, of content yeah. that they wanted. Yeah, what, what goes over well with their audience. Yeah, so we adapted a routine. We adapted that hosting routine to something else. We ended up playing Valentine's Cupids. Well, I, I tell you, this is, this is a slightly off thing because it's only just come to mind. We, do you remember that the routine we made it the the beginner's guide. It was no longer the beginner's guide to comparing. It became the beginner, beginner's guide to love. Yes, and it became the beginner. This is the, we might have a two lawsuits per podcast <laughs> strike list, but it was the beginner's guide to lit. Beginner's guide to love. Yeah, as written by Ryan Giggs. Oh yes, because it was in the midst of when he had been in the news for um, <laughs> things he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, excuse me. And I only remember that because recently Pat <laughs> Power have made an advert, which I'm pretty sure stars his brother. <laughs> and there's lots of overtures to the fact of like that Ryan, Ryan Giggs, Giggs did that thing. Did a, was a bit of a scumbag. A bit, a bit of a scumbag. Oh there's a bit God, where like this guy is in a gym boxing. <laughs> And the guy's holding the, the punch bag for him. He's going, think of someone you hate. And he's going, I can't think of anyone. And then looks to camera. Wink. <laughs> and there's like where he gets into the car and goes, loyalty gets you nowhere. Oh <laughs> my oh, God. That's great. That's brutal. brutal right? <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, yeah. So we asked all these questions. Given all the answers we thought would... Given, given the answers they gave, we thought, yes, this is something we could quite happily go and host and the material that we had for it would go over very well. Yeah. Yeah. And the only caveat was they wanted us dressed as cupids. Yeah, so we were in gold charmaine shorts and white vest tops, I Can think? we just say, actually, now, we have played cupid technically twice <laughs> yeah, we have, in yeah. our career. <laughs> yeah. And... One um, for... Can we, should we name drop? Can we name drop who put us in the cupids recently? Yeah, of course we can. Okay, Ellie we, Jones. Ellie Jones. She she directs the Nearly Normal Street Theatre team and is um, yeah she's creative co- co- creative director of creative Loop, director, of, director of Loop in the Loop and yeah co creative director of We Are Nearly Normal with yeah. um, Steve Hansel. Hansel. Yeah. So their vision of Cupid was slight sharp suits. Yeah. With love hearts, but it was classy. Yeah. These nice red. Like nice red, red trainers. trainers, so it's almost like do- like tenth Doctor, yeah, kind of vibe. These big wings, Link yeah, wings, these great bows. wings, bows. but it was like funny and classy and all kind of wrapped into one. Yeah, the other cupids. Yeah, you're right. Charmaine, gold Charmaine, Charmaine shorts. shorts. We had a wig. We had like big, wigs. These big wigs. Yeah, God, really curly wigs. Yeah. Curly white wigs. Football socks. Football socks. Yeah. White vests. I remember white vests. I'm sure it was a white vest. I'm sure it was white vests. Yeah. God, it and was and these like strap on wings. Yeah. We looked horrible. Did we have halos? I feel like we had like, no, no, I don't think we did. No, have I don't halos. think so. But that was what they wanted. They wanted yeah. cupids to host the Valentine's Day thing, which yeah. I think is perfectly. You know, it kind of makes sense. Definitely. And the only thing we had to agree to in the meeting was they wanted to do a routine which would involve us being spread with 
chocolate chocolate spread oh, all God. over us. So what happened <laughs> at the end of that? But and to be fair to them, they did tell us that. tell us that. What I didn't realise at the time was so to make Nutella spreadable, you have to mix it with oil of some description. I think it was just olive oil or sunflower or something like that. I. I found Nutella in places that Nutella shouldn't have been <laughs> for far too long I after stand. that event was over. It was horrible. I yeah, stand. because it doesn't it doesn't smell like lovely chocolatey Nutella. It smells like a chip shop because it oh, because there's so much oil. oil in it and it's just like yeah. oh so bad. They did warn us about that. Yeah, so can't be too annoyed about that. We said yeah, why not? It'll be really funny. But we turned up. We turn up at this. We turn up at, for this event. First thing that should have probably sparked. Um, sort of flashing red warning lights was our changing room <laughs> was an office and I mean a cluttered office yeah so it, it couldn't it couldn't fit one six foot human <laughs> let alone two <laughs> Yeah, we didn't really. F- I was about to say we just about squeezed in. We didn't really. We were practically on top of each other. Mm. We couldn't really hear, the- even though it was on top of the stage. We couldn't hear the stage. So that was alarm one. Second alarm. Very quickly realised that none of, or if not very few, people were there for, for the an event. Show. For an event at all. Because we, f- it wasn't ticketed. Nope. As we found out. Yep. Uh, and so we started. And bearing in mind all our comedy is... Quite wordy. It's a big part of it, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's you, written word. It's the it's written, written jokes. Yeah, it's the written jokes. You kind right. of have to listen to it. We're going on and I'm starting... You know, I think I went on and started, didn't I? And I've got this little, yeah. little monologue yeah, before, you, you, little before, before, before you come on. And I'm realising, you know, there's, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to do this monologue and there's a bloke just sort of tucking into mashed potato going, <laughs> why is he talking to me? <laughs> Why, why, is, why is Charmaine shorts? Why, why is he talking to me? Yeah. So that was another alarm bell. Yeah. And then what I realised, so they've got the people tucking into their dinner who haven't got any idea for a show, but also, and it's not their fault at all, because of the where clientele is, yeah. of the, this place attracted and where it was and the time of year, a big majority, a, a big section of the audience were students, students foreign yeah. students, like, in the area, <laughs> who... Could not comprehend what I was saying because it wasn't their native language. Yeah. So um, how am I going to make them laugh with little jokes about health and safety when you when you're trying to do a, a Valentine's you're trying Day to, yeah, shoot someone with a bow? <laughs> they just don't. Comp- they're looking at me like mm, I don't comprehend. I, I, I actually I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, I just have no so idea. We've got a vacant section of the audience to one side. Yeah. You've got an audience who didn't know they were an audience when they turned up, and then you've got. The rest, you've got the acts in the show who are also in amongst yeah. the crowd who are kind of, you know, waiting to go on. And then you've got the five people that were there for the show. Yeah, madness. Oh, God, yeah, it was... It was hard work. It was really was hard really, work. really, really tough hard And work. then actually, not only was it really hard work, th- and at the end, you still get spread with the pe- with the chocolate spread. And yeah. that just so really... We, so we... We've essentially died. We've yeah. died all the way through, and then we have to go through this thing. And then we get spread with, yeah, oily Nutella. And there's a brilliant photograph that was taken of us, and it's and it's you looking dead forward while this is happening, munching on chocolate. Because yeah. do you remember that's kind of how we we got away with it? We got given these big box chocolates, and there's there's a picture, and you're looking dead into the audience with just a, a complete face on munching down these chocolates like it's nobody's business. 
and I've clearly just been spread with a piece and I'm looking up at the person who's done it as if to say, when this is all over, you're dead to me. <laughs> and it was just, oh God, it was horrible. It was bad. It was horrible. And, and we it, lost a gig on... We lost oh, a gig on back then. Yeah, killed, back killed our compare career. Our, bud, oh, our, our budding hosting compare career. We had some momentum. We had a bit we of did, momentum yeah. going. And that went and, and, and killed it a little bit. Killed it a little bit. Which is fine. And which is fine. Let's be honest. If we had wanted to go and do more, we could have found more work if we had wanted to continue down that vein. Yeah. Uh, things like that. But yeah, it was just, it was a real tough, real tough event. Uh, oh, God. Uh, yeah, 20 years old. And it, yeah, and it just goes to show that you can die. I, I guess what the lesson learned is you can die on a night and it will probably affect some of your work, but you can go and continue and you can make, you can still make work and still be successful. You've got to learn it, yeah. yeah. And everyone, you know, especially if you're doing, especially, I think everyone, but especially if you're doing comedy, you're going to have bad nights. Yeah, you're bound to. You're just going to have bad nights. Yeah, yeah, But that was, that wasn't just bad, that was almost traumatic. It was devastating. I will never forget, I, I, never forget that night. I told that story, I think I said recently, I told that story, I I did a stand-up routine about it and someone, there was someone in the audience, this was years after this, I did the stand-up routine, who was in the audience that night, and I was just like, I didn't even want to carry on telling the story, because it was I was so traumatised mm. that this person was actually there to witness it. Half the fun is recounting it and being able to give new, new, like the fun details, but yeah, it was just, oh, it was just horrible. It was a horrible gig. It was devastating. I will never forget it. The day no. If we ever get on to some sort of major talk show, which we probably never will. But if we ever did, mm. this is the story we're going to tell, by the way. Because it's a brilliant story, right? This has got to be our, like, talk show story. I hope so. Story. Can you imagine if we got some feedback and they were like, why did you spend so long on that Cupid story? Because that was... <laughs> well, well, that, would, that would kill me. That, yeah. would, that would be like, oh, that was the bullet in the gun we had for this one. <laughs> that, was, that was like the winner. That was the banker material. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it wasn't even funny, guys. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. But it wasn't, I mean, actually, the, the, I suppose the moral of the story was, it wasn't funny. That was... <laughs> no, really, it wasn't was funny. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. And, you know, it goes back to the thing of, you know, like I was, like I was saying, we talked a lot you know that our naivety was the thing that, that pushed us forward and we, yeah. were, we weren't naive we actually weren't that naive in that gig no. we asked all the right questions going in we armed ourselves as much as we could maybe that was yeah maybe that was the thing maybe we should have just been and, more and airy fairy about it well yeah but all, I mean to be fair what we hadn't learned yet was the skill of being able to really quickly, drastically change your material on the fly. In a room, yeah. In to the be room able to... if it's not working. Because actually we probably did something a little bit unprofessional in that setting actually, which I don't think we'd do if we, would, if we, if we ended up in the same situation now, slightly older, if we kind of just gave up. Yeah, it felt, you know, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, and I don't think that's, yeah. And I think that is definitely, it's right to say that it's definitely unprofessional because, you know, we went out there and then we just, all of a sudden, instead of actually doing some more of the routines that we had done, we just went out and said, the next person is blah, or wasn't that great, the next person is X. And that's not, not that's not great, you know. It's not comparing. It's not comparing, really. yeah. And all of, yeah, all of a sudden you're just, you're saying the names and you're, you're clearly not invested. We would go, next person is da-da-da, welcome to the stage, da-da-da. And they would come on. Yeah. And do the thing, and that's not right. And we, yeah, we, we gave up, and we, and that's very unprofessional. And I don't think we do that now. Is we would probably yeah be able to maybe very quickly adapt and change that a little bit to suit the situation. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll but also it's that thing. Of, I'm it, not going to knock on wood. It's going <laughs> to it's going it's gonna to really make it's a horrible thing. Of, it was that thing of you know we had, had been really lucky in having some very early success. Like the material that we'd written and performed <clears throat> yeah. had gone down well. Mm-hmm. So the first time you have one that's going slightly bad, and you're like, uh, what? Yeah. 
this is new. This is new, yeah. And that's that's the thing. How do, we, how do I how do I make this thing better? Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess the moral of the story is, you know, these things will these things are going to happen to you, and they're going to you know they're all lessons. They're all things that we still will, f- and it get, and it clearly has left an impression on us. That's the other thing because we that still no remember them to this day. Thank you for making it to the end of the first episode. Well, we hope you enjoyed what you listened to, and thank you for making it this far. You've got perseverance. I like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that? Was that? I'm sorry. I was trying to be friendly. Can we do that on the outro? I think yeah, we can be friendly, friendly, on, the friendly on the outro. I think so. Yeah. yeah we were friendly it. on the intro. We didn't really acknowledge that people were listening to us on the in the middle part. Friendly on the outro. Friendly on the outro. As, as a well, flow yeah. diagram, I quite like that. <laughs> Excellent. Friendly on the in. Friendly on the out. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you thank you so much for listening and persevering with us I feel that's going to be like a tagline for us thank you for persevering thank you for persevering, persevering with us, with us. yeah um, we hope you enjoyed what you listened to all those stories are genuine we haven't made anything up and if you want to listen to us more our next episode comes out on the 15th of March that is our roundup show which will be your what's on guide to everything local live and independent and then following that, you'll have the second episode of the Fool's Folly podcast, which will be with a guest, uh, which will be coming out on the 29th. The scheduling is going to be a bit strange for the next month because uh, basically Darren and I are bad at deadlines. And we didn't quite make the deadline for this show, which means that the next few shows are coming out in much quicker succession. What's going to happen going forward is you'll have the Fool's Folly podcast at the end, uh, the last Friday of every month, the roundup will then be two weeks following that. If you want to get in contact with us, if you have anything that's going on, if you want to be involved in the roundup at all, please do email us. Our email is foolsfullytheatre at gmail.com. Failing that, you can also get hold of us on Twitter at weareyourfools, uh, of just such foolsfully, and on Instagram at fools underscore folly. And now you have a little bit of a treat because there's a special outro. We have made a compilation of some of the funniest outtakes from our recording attempts over the last week or so. So we hope you enjoy that. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, friends. Bye. Uh, so, when, sorry. So it's going to go. Mean. Good morning, good evening, good, good afternoon. afternoon. Whenever you're listening, this yep. is the False Folly podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is the False Folly podcast. I didn't do half my line. No, it's fine. This sounds like you were trying to be a bit sensual with it. Like mm. this is the Fool's Hollow podcast. We're going to bring it real low, low right now. That's it. That's it. That's the intro. Fun. Right, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. We, it know, fun. we know the thing now. It's we fun. know the thing. It's yeah. nice, clean, simple. Yeah. It's got to be fun. It's got to be fun. It's got to be fun. Don't have to rush it. Don't even have to rush no. it now. Just make them feel welcome. Right, they want a beer. Uh, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening. This is the Fool's Folly Podcast. Nice.